Welcome to another episode of Checkmate, a political podcast from Tenement Yard Media. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Tenement Yard underscore and also visit our website at www.tenementyardmedia.com. And I'm the host for this episode. My name is Paige. Um, and on this episode, we will be speaking with Dr. Damian King from the Caribbean Policy Research Institute, Capri. Um, about their assessment of the National Housing Trust, NHT. Um, Dr. King is the Executive Director of the Caribbean Policy Research Institute. Um, Dr. King also lectures in the Department of Economics at the University of West Indies in Jamaica. Dr. King's work has been published in Capri Reports, international journals, and edited collections. Additionally, he is the author and editor with David Tennant of Debt and Development in Small Island Developing States. Um, welcome, Dr. King. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so back in 2016, Capri published an assessment of the NHT um, as the NHT is currently processing 2013 refunds. It seems timely to have this conversation. So one of the things that the Capri assessment mentions is that the NHT needs less money to carry out the same functions it has been. Would you mind expounding on this? Well, when we looked at NHT's balance sheet over a substantial period, over a dozen years, what we discovered is that the NHT continually accumulates surpluses. So its balance sheet keeps expanding and it expands at a rate and gets contributions at a rate that it seems unable to be able to dedicate to the purpose which it is set up. At the same time, we notice that it frequently uses funds for purposes outside of its clearly defined mandate. So to give an example, it it invested in and maintains a public park. This, of course, would normally fall under the authority of the parks, the, 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 the parks Administration. But in this case, the Housing Trust is doing that. It also invested in a tourism property when it bought out a many. And there are, there are many instances at quite frequent intervals where it turns out that it takes the money that it has and it invests in things that has nothing to do with housing. So that is further evidence that it is more well endowed than it needs to be. Uh, and I mean, there are a couple of reasons for that. It, it, you know, the, the amount that it takes out of the economy, equivalent to some 5% of the wage bill of, of every company, uh, is, just ends up being an enormous amount of money. And another cause of the problem is that in addition to delivering on the housing-related services that it does carry out, you know, housing construction, housing development, subsidization of mortgages, that it tends to, once it has done 
issued a mortgage, it tends to hold on to that asset rather than selling it into the private marketplace in a secondary market, getting a return from that, and then being able to turn over that money. So all of this taken together is that the NHT ended up with more money than it needed to have to do what it did. Okay, thank you. Um, so in December of 2020, the government announced that they will be seeking $57 billion over the next five years from NHT to help cushion the economic fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic that we're currently experiencing. What is your analysis of the sustainability of this move? Well, you know, Paige, that's a great follow-up question because the government has been taking this same $11.4 billion Jamaican dollars out of NHT's funds to support general government expenditure since 2013, for seven years now. And the reason why the government can do that financially is because the NHT has, has this accumulating surplus, is that the NHT has more money than it needs. So it has been demonstrated to be financially sustainable from the NHT's point of view and will continue to be financially sustainable. Okay, thank you. Um, so the third paragraph on page three of the Capri report states that middle and upper income contributors have received more mortgages than those in lower income groups. Can you elaborate on this finding as the NHT was set up to assist lower income groups? Well, let me start at the end. When we held discussions on this very issue with the Housing Trust, the Housing Trust upgraded us properly by pointing out that its mandate is to provide housing for its contributors, not for the poor. And so it's a bit of a misconception that it is there to provide housing for the poor. To go back to the first part of your question, which is that it ends up providing housing for the middle class. Well, think about it this way. If you look at, if you ask yourself the question, who, what is, the, what are the poorest people in Jamaica? struggling to do in any given week? Is it to buy food? Is it to pay for school uniforms and supplies? Is it to pay rent? Or is it to be able to afford a mortgage? One of those sounds like it doesn't belong with the rest that if you're amongst the poorest in Jamaica, it is highly unlikely that using the, you know, the savings you've accumulated as a down payment for a house is unlikely to be the pressing financial issue for the very poorest in Jamaica. The point I'm making is that once you set up an institution whose purpose it is to help people to buy a house, you are necessarily excluding the poorest. So one cannot claim, you know, in any reasonable way 
that the purpose of the NHT is to help the poorest. And if you look at the actual data, if you look at the income, household income distribution, that the majority of people who get the NHT, who access the NHT's facilities in terms of subsidized mortgages, fall into the middle class. They do not fall into the poorest quintile. They don't even much fall into the second poorest quintile. Thank you. Um, so be because of this, one of the things in the Capri analysis is that the best solution is rental housing and not state plus home requirements of land ownership for um, people receiving NHT funds. Can you talk a bit about this rental housing option? Well, let me... Let me correct you on two counts. Uh, the report did not do an analysis of the option of the NHT providing rental housing. Uh, after it came to the conclusion that the NHT, insofar as we need an institution that is helping the poorest, that NHT is missing that, missing that target, then we sort of speculated on how could the NHT be more helpful to the poorest. And in that speculation, we spoke about the NHT playing a role in rental because the poorest quintile in the country are stuck with renting um, or squatting you know, on, 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 in their homes. So it was just an, explore, uh, an exploratory uh, thought that it should look into making the, the rental market more efficient in some way and to be able to help those who are stuck with renting. But we also spoke about the NHT helping out in other ways as well. You see, one of the, one of the problems, of the many problems that the poor have, one of the most debilitating is that the incomes of the poor are uncertain and unreliable. That once, mostly this idea of having a steady formal job with a reliable monthly income is a feature of people who are in the lower middle class to the upper class. And the idea of committing to a mortgage is something you cannot do unless you have a steady income. So thinking about helping that segment of the population through mortgages, is, through buying houses and, and, mortgage, and mortgages, is misguided in the first place. So we really need to find more targeted and more creative ways to, to help out the poorest in Jamaica with their housing problem. I, I completely agree about the necessity for creative policy options as it relates to home um home ownership and um just rental properties in Jamaica. Um during the process of researching and writing this report, are there any findings regarding the capacity of NHT's administrative functions and the effects that has had on their just 
everyday functioning that you guys found um that your team has found that is related to the conclusions that you found um that you've outlined in the paper well we weren't so much interested in the operational efficiencies or inefficiencies of the nhd you know we leave that exercise to the auditor general's department which actually does quite an amazing job of it but we were more looking at the effectiveness of the housing trust, assessing the housing trust and its effectiveness in relation to the mandate that people think that it has as an institution to help the poor with housing. And our our analysis of who actually ends up getting NHD mortgages seems to suggest that the vast majority of them go to people in the higher income bracket. Um, lastly, Dr. King, can you give our listeners a brief overview of the other recommendations that Capri has outlined in the report to ensure an equal and equitable function of NHT? Well, our first recommendation which derives from the fact that the NHT, as far as we could tell in terms of its delivery of uh, its mandate, our first recommendation is that the NHT should draw less in contributions from employers and employees. That given what we concluded was the overfunding, that it would have been better off either for businesses and employees to keep more of their money for themselves and they decide how they dispose of it, or alternatively, to convert a part of that 5% into general income tax. So it goes straight to the consolidated fund of the government. Now, it's it's interesting that we recommended that as, as, a, as, a, as a better solution, that NHT funds go straight to the central government and the central government turns around and takes the money from NHT itself. Now, if the government is taking $11.4 billion from the NHT, why doesn't it just, why does that money, which ultimately comes from the labor market, why does it have to go through the NHT? So reduce NHT's contributions and increase income tax or reduce the contributions to the NHT and leave people with money in their pockets. Our second recommendation is instead of the NHT having an ever-rising balance sheet, what it should do is to liquidate its mortgage portfolio. The mortgage that it, the mortgages that it is carrying, it can sell it on the secondary market to investors, to financial institutions who want to continue, who want to make a one-time payment, and therefore. Out of that, they are the ones that are collecting the mortgage payments. So it becomes an investment with a return. That way, the NHT can take the proceeds from liquidating its mortgage portfolio and invest that into new mortgages. So the NHT then becomes simply a broker, at least initially, and then each time it goes through a cycle of issuing new mortgages, it sells them off to investors. 
Our third recommendation is that the NHT be prevented from making non-housing related expenditures. No more building public and building and maintaining public parks. No more investing in tourist attractions. No more invested in, in maintaining convention centers. And then we made some recommendations that had to do with making it more easily accessible to people who were worse off financially. And by the way, it's not that the NHT doesn't make any effort at all to assist those who are poor. They do have a large number of schemes and policies and facilities that make a, you know, make a fair effort at facilitating uh, those who can't afford a house, at least easily. Uh, but we, we added some suggestions, one of which was to have a facility for incremental building. So if you can afford to build a whole house one time, then you can somehow tranche it so that the house can be constructed as funds become available. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we suggested some kind of intervention in the rental market. We also suggested what seemed what would seem to be a fairly straightforward idea that to the extent that the NHT is in the business of subsidizing mortgages, then subsidized mortgages should only go to those below a threshold of income. That if you're above a certain income threshold, then why, then why are taxpayers subsidizing your housing purchase? For taxpayers to be subsidizing the housing purchase of well-off people is increasing inequality, not reducing it. So those are some of our main recommendations. Oh, yeah, thank you so much for um, clearly outlining that for our um, listeners. I had one follow-up question for you sure. regarding um, the report. Has Capri shared the report with the NHGR, the current Jamaican government? Every report that Capri does <clears throat> is shared with the whatever is the government agency or the state agency responsible for that area well before it is published. And this too was shared with the NHT before it was published. Uh, not only was it shared with the NHT, not only is it made available to the government, but coming out of this report, the Prime Minister set up a commission to look into the financing of housing in Jamaica and invited a representative from Capri to sit on that commission. The commission was chaired by the, 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 the now Minister of Finance, Dr. Nigel Clark. Thank you. And I'm glad that this information is out there and available for any and everyone to go and read and inform themselves. Well, thank you, Dr. King. Thank your team at Capri for the work that they do. Um, we really appreciate it. Since you are directing people to the report, they can find it on Capri's website at caprecaribbean.org. They will find this report as well as all of Capri's other reports. caprecaribbean.org. Perfect. Thank you. I'm glad we got that in there. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to weave that in there.
Um, but thank you so much again, Dr. King, yeah. and thank your team at Capri for the work that they do. Um, this has been another episode of the Checkmate Political Podcast by Tenement Yard Media. Don't forget to check us out on social media and share the podcast with a friend. Always. Yeah. Right over my look over here. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Judge your best eye with the and now you shine upon the youth them blind Cause we they are so for truth and right They are so for truth and right And until the day that my soul takes flight Babylon will hear my voice Cause we they are so for truth and right